Hello, guys, and welcome back to Crime Spiracy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It changed. <laughs> Believe it. <laughs> Believe it. <laughs> Believe it. Uh, we hope you guys uh, aren't too upset about the new name. Sorry if I'm talking a little bit weird. Our, uh, our little mascot, Felix, is currently trying to eat my toes. Is he? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it kind of hurts. <laughs> It kind of tickles. <laughs> Not sure how I feel about it. I also think that we should start doing a recap of last week in, like, the beginning of our little episodes. Oh, shit. I don't know if I can remember that much. Well, I mean, not that, but just, like, a last week we talked about. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, if you want to go to last week's episode, Quentin talked about... Uh, I talked about the MK Ultra experiments. Yes. They're, like, secret mind control experiments that the CIA conducted. And people still think that they're actually going on. So, yeah, go check out uh, last week's episode. Yeah, and I talked about the Lizzie Borden house. Yeah. Very exciting. Um, if you want to wa listen to any of those, they're all on our website, crimespiracy.com. Or you can just go ahead and listen to them on Spotify and pretty much everywhere else where, podca where podcasts are listened to. So, or just, you know, where you're listening to this now. Yeah, just go back to episode two and then come back here. And, uh, yeah. yep, fun stuff. Yeah, we're gonna have a blast. <laughs> yeah. So I saw this TikTok that said that Monster and Red Bull had donated money to, like, Trump's things. And, of course, I was like, we gotta shut this shit down. So I had to, you <laughs> know, can't go be real. I had to go and do my little research, and, of course, the first thing that pops up is, yeah, it's not real, there's no evidence behind it. And I was like, thank the Lord. <laughs> <laughs> Because yeah. I drink Monster a little bit too much, <laughs> if I'm honest. And then next, Halloween! Ooh. Halloween is coming up before our next episode. I oh, am so excited. Halloween is personally my favorite holiday. Yeah, it's my favorite too, actually. Really? Yeah, and then Christmas. Yeah, Christmas is pretty great. Yeah, Christmas is pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't even know what I'm going to dress up as. Yeah, I have nothing. Really? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> No. It's just like a couple of days away and we're yeah. just... I mean, I already have my costume planned out. Yeah, no, I have no idea. I'm going to do like a little Hogwarts student thing and kind of recycle a previous year's costume. Yeah, that's probably smart. Yeah. I think that we should do a little, a little get to know us sort of thing. Oh, God. So that you can learn more about us as entertainers. What do you call people who do podcasts? Podcasters. Podcasters. <laughs> That's probably the latest <laughs> thing I've heard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my. oh my god, that reminds me of, uh, I was at my dad's today, and my grandparents had came over, and my stepmom was like, hey, tell, tell them about your podcast. My grandma's like, what's a podcast? <laughs> <laughs> And it's, like, it's so hard to explain to somebody, because it's, like, we record ourselves talking and then post it on the internet <laughs> for other people to listen to, because they want to just hear us talk. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Said no one ever. <laughs> God. Alright, so our little, our little get to know us. We haven't prepared anything, but, um, yes, our little mascot, Felix, that's Quentin's cute little kitty oh yeah. my god i love him so much if you hear any background noise it's probably him fiddling with something that's going to annoy me yeah knocking something over chewing on cords you know the cat usual cat things yeah cat stuff i also have a cat but 
you know, we're at Quentin's house, so my cat is not here. <laughs> but yeah. he is just as adorable and also just as much a pain in the ass. Yeah. Oh, also, uh, last week we shouted out our Russia listeners. Um, apparently we have UK listeners now. Oh my god, what? Yeah, UK from England. England? England, yes. That's oh pretty cool. God. I yeah. still can't believe that people are listening to this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, why? Hey, at least people are interested, right? Hell yeah. <laughs> All, All right. right. So, my, my shout-out this week goes out to my mom and my <laughs> Uncle Frank because <laughs> they're being so nice about, like, this whole podcast thing. Like, I told my uncle about this. He has his own podcast. It's um, Carlock Confessions. If you want to go check that out, he has a Facebook page. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, I, like, told him about our podcast, and he immediately, like, said, like, if we have any questions about ours to, like, you know, let him know. But we, we got this sitch... We got it situated, all right? Yeah. Don't you guys worry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he, like, immediately followed us on, like, all our social medias and everything, and he's liking our stuff, so that's really yes. nice. Thank you, Frank. Yes, we love you. We love you, Frank. You are the best uncle. Best uncle Frank. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then my next little point is Christmas. 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 Now. <laughs> I am so excited because this year for Christmas I asked for the Switch so I can play Animal Crossing with Quentin <laughs> because I so badly want to play Animal Crossing. I have yet to play Animal Crossing. I keep forgetting. I have you not. You just keep forgetting about your birthday present? It's <laughs> yeah. fine. Yeah, I have It's not like I spent like $60 <laughs> on it. <laughs> I'm sorry. I haven't gotten to it yet. Yeah. Yeah, and then when I think about it, I'm like, oh, I'll do that. And I'm like, oh, well, I also have a lot of other homework to do. <laughs> And then I forget for the rest of the week. And then there's work. And, and Yeah, and uh, there's life. Yeah. Yeah. Also, how far do you, how far back do you think Christmas would get started into the year if Halloween and Thanksgiving weren't a thing? Because I feel like those are the only things that are like, Christmas cannot happen until after these holidays. Yeah. Like, as soon as it drops below like 50 degrees, it's like, Christmas! Christmas time. Put up the lights. <laughs> We should talk about Utopia. Utopia. Yeah. The the show. The show. What what are we gonna talk about about Utopia? Well, which part are you? Okay, so Utopia is this um Amazon Prime original show, where it's like this um. We're it's... not plugging Amazon. <laughs> We're not getting paid for this, guys. Oh don't, my god. Don't watch it. Yeah, not Amazon non sponsored. Um, I mean, it's actually pretty good though. So like, actually watch it. If yeah, you want to. yeah, it's a pretty good show. Um, they it's basically this conspiracy theory around this comic book where um basically the whole comic book's like true and then these people are like trying to get the like the new one it's and find out what's going to happen in the future it's it's pretty interesting well to explain further what quentin is saying because like yeah. in the previous comic book they were finding like little symbols that like related to like mass diseases so they were trying to fig find this like new released comic book that somebody found like the first copy of in order to figure out like what new diseases were to come yeah yeah it's pretty it's pretty cool um it just follows how many episodes like eight right eight i or, think so yeah there's like eight, eight or so episodes something. yeah what episode are you on i have no idea have you when was the last time you watched it oh like probably like two weeks ago oh my god <laughs> it's really it's really interesting i, I recommend i recommend to watch each episode is like an hour long 
there's some choices that they made that I do not agree with, but it wasn't my choice. So well, it's, it's whatever. It wasn't your choice, Quentin. All right. So I am also like going to start doing little warnings before my episodes now. Yeah, I think we we need to do a dis like we need to like record a disclaimer before. Yeah. Well, I feel like it should be a different one for each story because I know that like certain people have like triggers or like you know like I just want to have warnings for the specific content that's in each story so that people can you know get out if it's going to be something too upsetting for them. Yep. Good idea. So for this episode, I get to go first, which I'm very excited about. Are you? Yes. And we're going to do the story of Luca Magnata. Now, this is quite a popular story, so some of you have may may have already heard about it. And also considering the very popular Netflix show titled Don't Fuck With Cats, if you are interested in the story and have not seen it, I would highly suggest that you go watch because it includes so much more stuff than what I'm going to tell you in this about 15 minutes of me talking. Non-sponsored by Netflix. Yeah, not sponsored by Netflix. Um, <laughs> so, like, watch it, but don't watch it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> don't pay for Netflix. Just after you listen to all of our podcasts, then you can go listen, or you can go watch it. Pirate it from an illegal website. <laughs> <laughs> don't do that. That we didn't tell you to do that. We did not tell you to do that. <laughs> yeah, don't sue us. Do it from your own free will. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So the warning for this episode is that. Not only is it just straight up extremely disturbing, it includes, um, cats, and I know that a lot of, a lot of my cat, my fellow cat lovers out there, it's just, it's so upsetting, like, even just thinking about, like, what this guy has done. It includes cats, there is a little, a little snippet where there's a snake in, like, one sentence, not sure if anybody wants to get out there, I'll... I'll do a little warning before the snake bit. Just straight up highly disturbing. Alright, so the thing that started off this whole story with Luca Magnata is a video that he posted online titled One Boy, Two Kittens. Oh shit. Yeah, so right off the get-go, it's just like, oh my god, what what did this monster do? Absolute psychopath. Yeah. (laughs) Um, but I can assure you that it is almost worse than what you're thinking. Go oh God. So in this video, it shows two kittens being put into a bag and then being suffocated with a vacuum seal. Oh, man. Like, what the actual fuck? That is sad. Yeah. And, he, and people, like, seen this video. And so, like, as you can imagine, this caused quite, like... A freaking uprising on the internet. Where did he put it? Um, I... Like YouTube or something? Yeah. Just, huh. like, straight up, how, like... How old was he? Do you get into that? Um, I'm not sure how old he was, but I do know that it was in 2010. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. So, um, the people who saw, like, this video had actually band together and, like, created a Facebook group and to, like, discover who this guy was and, like you know, attempt to stop him. Yeah. This group was made up of numerous people, including Deanna Thompson and John Green. You can, you know, hear more of John, their... John Green. Yeah, it's a very, very classic white name. <laughs> the guy who wrote well, The Fault in Our Stars? No, no, different. Or was that the other one, Hank Green? No, Hank Green. No, John Green's the one who wrote it, Different, right? different John Green. 
Okay. So if you want to hear more about these guys' story, go watch Don't Fuck With Cats on Netflix because it, like, they actually interview these people. Yeah, not sponsored. Yeah, not sponsored. But, um, like, this group went through the video, like, frame by frame in attempt to, like, discover where he was located using things like vacuums and plug outlets. Like, can you imagine... Like, going frame by frame, like, taking hours of your time. Were these were these people, like, just random? Or were they, like, hired by someone? Or are they a part of, like, an, anim- an anti-animal cruelty group or something? No, just, like, random people like you and me. Oh, okay. Who, like, saw this video and were like, this fucker needs to go down. Like, yeah. we need to catch him. Yeah. And then later, he posted another video. This is the, uh, the snake part. So, you people... Who don't like snakes skip ahead a solid 30 seconds or so titled python christmas showed the same person with a burmese python eating a kitten oh man yeah and like it sounds bad enough but like imagine actually having to like watch that yeah and then these people are going through it like frame by frame trying to find stuff like oh my goodness and as most of us crime lovers know that, like, this is how serial killers or, like, killers start out in general. Yeah. You know, they start out with, like, small animals and stuff like that. Oh, and then, help- like, helpless dogs. creatures. Yeah. Yeah. And then they move on to people. So, these, you know, the Facebook group is getting more people. It's, like, more people are seeing the video to, like, try and stop him. And, you know, they're doing everything they can to, like, prevent him from actually getting to a human being. Yeah. So, like, you know, at some point they actually, like, find out, like, where he was, but he's moving, like, all the time so that they can never know, like, his actual location. Yeah. And, you know... So it's only these two videos at this point. There's no... Okay. And, you know, they're trying to get the police involved, but they're like, no, it's not that big a deal. Yeah. Like, what? Like, first off, wouldn't the police be at least somewhat interested if this guy was, like seriously killing kittens in this way on the internet i don't know i don't think so i mean i don't think the police would be very interested in that man but yeah they eventually found that this guy's name was luca magnata you know our our little title there Hmm. but um yeah they also found out that he had hundreds of facebook accounts made by him to follow himself to make him seem more famous. Yikes. He was obsessed with himself. And then on May 25th, 2012, an 11-minute video titled One Lunatic, One Ice Pick was uploaded to bestgore.com. Yikes. And in this video, there was a naked man tied to a bed frame being repeatedly stabbed with an ice pick and a kitchen knife, then dismembered, and then followed by acts of necrophilia. What? Gross. And then the perpetrator uses a knife and fork to cut off some of the flesh to let a dog chew on the body. During the video, the 1987 New Order song True Faith plays in the background and a poster of the 1942 film Casablanca is visible on the wall. I don't, I've never heard of either of those. Nope, neither have I, but <laughs> apparently this really helped, um, 
you know, their little Facebook group, it really helped them. Like, find who this guy was? Yeah. Um, the Canadian authorities, because he was in Canada at the time, they obtained a more extensive version of the video and said cannibalism may have been performed. Ew. Yikes. First off. Ew. Nasty. Get that out of here. So I he, mean, along with everything else, but... So he fucked the body and then he ate it? Yeah. After he let a dog chew on it. Oh, this was after he let the dog chew on it? Yeah. Yikes. Well, I'm actually not sure. When, because when the it dog says he cut in. a piece off. Yeah. So he might have just cut a piece off and then let the dog chew on that. In the background while he fucked the body. Yeah. I mean, I didn't watch the video. I'm sure it's even not still up. I'm which, sure it's somewhere. Um, probably, but I'm not even going to look for it. I wouldn't, yeah. That would, that would hurt. Yeah. Um, materials promoting the video appeared 10 days before the murder took place. On May 26, 2012, an attorney from Montana attempted to report the video to the Toronto police, his local sheriff, and the Federal Bureau of Investigation, but the report was dismissed by officials. Best Gore viewers also attempted to report the video. Why would they dismiss it? What? That doesn't make, yeah. That doesn't make any sense. It doesn't. Police later confirmed it was authentic and identified the victim, an Asian male, as the same whose body parts were sent out to Ottawa. He cut up this person's body and sent it. Just like randomly? Well, I'll, I'll get into where he sent it. I, at 11 a.m. on May 29, 2012, a package containing a left foot was delivered to the national headquarters of the Conservative Party of Canada. The package was stained with blood and had a foul smell, and it was marked with a red heart symbol. Another package containing a left hand was <laughs> intercepted at a Can Canada Post processing facility addressed to the Liberal Party. And then a janitor discovered a decomposing torso inside of a suitcase that was left in a garbage pile in the alley behind an apartment building in the Snowdown area of Montreal. He first saw the suitcase on May 25th, but it was not picked up due to the large amount of garbage that day. He left the suitcase with a body in it because there was too much other trash. <laughs> After searching the scene, the police recovered human remains, bloody clothes, papers identifying the subject, as well as sharp and blunt objects from the back alley that they found in a garbage bag. So he's like... I'm gonna dump the poster from the video, my identification papers, the murder weapons, right next to the body. Why? I don't know. He's just not very smart. Footage from surveillance cameras inside the building showed a suspect bringing numerous garbage bags outside, and the images matched the suspect who was captured on video at the post office in... Alright, I am really sorry for slaughtering the name of this place, but I am not Canadian. Um, oh my god. Cote de Niches? I, I think. French. I mean, I, I really don't know, but that's my, <laughs> that's my best try, guys. Yeah, it's French. At 11.33pm, police searched the apartment in which Magnata was renting on DeCary Boulevard. He had moved in four months prior and his rent was paid up to June 1st. The apartment had been mostly emptied before he left, 
Blood was found on different items, including the mattress, the refrigerator, the table, and the bathtub. And the words, if you don't like the reflection, don't look in the mirror, I don't care, were written in red ink on the inside of a closet. Not sure why that was there either. On May 30th, 2012, it was confirmed that the body parts belonged to the same individual later identified as Jun Lin. The suspect in the case quickly identified as as Magnata, who then fled. A note was found with the package sent to the conservative party, saying that six body parts had been distributed and the perpetrator would kill again. The other three packages also contained notes, but their contents were undisclosed by police, who cityed their concerns about possible copycat crimes. On June 5, 2012, a package containing a right foot was delivered to St. George's School and another package containing a right hand to False Creek Elementary School in Vancouver, British Columbia. It was confirmed that both packages were sent from Montreal. On June 13, 2012, four limbs and the torso were matched to Lynn using DNA samples from his family. On July 1st, his head was recovered at the edge of a small lake in Montreal's in Gringen Park after police re- received an anonymous tip. Did they get into why he sent them to, like, political parties? Um, if I'm honest, I have no idea. They might have more information about why he sent them to political parties on the uh, Netflix show, but as stated in the articles that I went through, it did not say. Oh. Oh, that was it? Yeah. That was that was it for my little bit of information. Okay. So he... Was he caught? Yeah, he was caught. <laughs> oh, eventually he in was caught. End. Okay. Interesting. But also in the end, he tried to... Like, his lawyers made him play the, like... Oh, I, I am mentally challenged. Like, I'm... Like, I have mental disabilities. Like, I didn't know what I was doing. Yeah. And he later stated, I didn't want to say that, but they made me. Oh, yeah. Like, he basically said, like, he knew exactly what he was doing. Yeah, yeah. That's that's very interesting. At least we know who did it this time. Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, the past murders we've done. Yes. Or the, the past murders I have done were unsolved. Yeah, they were unsolved. Nobody, nobody knew exactly who did it. It was nice that we knew this time who did it. Yeah. So for this week... Um, I'm covering the 5G conspiracies, which are basically like, um, uh, so like for our phones, we have 3G, um, and then we have 4G, and then 5G is being rolled out, and so I'm sure you've heard something about this, and how the cities are getting it, and stuff like that, um, so this is a really wild ride, so you better put your tinfoil hats on, um, Oh, man. So basically, the people that believe this conspiracy theory think that the coronavirus is fake and people are actually getting ill from 5G signals. There isn't actually, like, one coherent 5G conspiracy. A lot of people all believe, like, something different. Those being, uh, coronavirus is a cover, so while everyone is inside, they can go around and install, like, the 5G towers and stuff like that. Another Another part of this conspiracy is... 5G is actually what is causing and spreading the coronavirus. And then some other people also believe that it's like a way to get everyone vaccinated. And then Bill Gates himself is going to like install RFID into everyone. 
Okay. What? Yeah, these people are pretty pretty odd. They all pretty much stem from the belief that 5G is harmful to human health. Unfortunately, celebrities have sort of served as like a superconductor for these conspiracies. Celebs like Woody Harrelson, uh, popular films he's in is like um, Zombieland. He's in. Um, oh, I've seen that. Yeah, not now you see me one and two. He's oh, I've he's seen those too. yeah he's oh, a magician. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Woody Harrelson, bald guy. The British rapper M.I.A. and John Cusack have all pushed the narrative that 5G is actually harmful to humans on different platforms like Twitter and Instagram. Go follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Yes, crime conspiracies. Most of these celebs, however, were forced by their management to take these posts down. Another British rapper, uh, Black the Ripper, was one of like the largest celebrities that was pushing this, um, this 5G coronavirus nonsense. Well, he actually died. Um, which of course threw a barrel of gasoline into this already raging oh fire. Yeah. Um, these conspiracies seem to tie in quite heavily with the anti-lockdown protests. Um, from the videos I've come across while researching, a majority of these people seem to hold that this that the belief that um, these five G towers actually spread the coronavirus, and that the government is like using Corona to control us. Okay, how is a 5g tower spreading a disease bro them signals i don't know i i think that i don't know these people are uneducated uh, <laughs> yeah really do they know how diseases work apparently not Dude, i just wear your mask <laughs> <laughs> these people don't like that no, apparently not like um, that a uh, lady on tiktok with the you know thinnest paper little pull-up mask and the spray bottle this is a sneeze oh yes <laughs> Yeah, it's really funny. I see I see those all the time. Um, so when people are dealing with like a world event like this, especially one that makes them feel powerless um, and a loss of control over their like own lives, such as like obviously this, like we have to stay inside because Corona, um, and we have to wear masks. They just they they want everyone has wants to have control over their own life and what happens in it. So they get absolutely pissed and want to be free. It was kind of hard to really wrap my head around, but a professor at the University of Bristol in UK, Stephen Lewandowski, explains that for some people, it is easier to just assume that there is a group of horrible people out there that are, like, controlling all of this. And that's why it's all happening on purpose, like a setup. So the people oh. think it's, like, the government, it's, like, Bill Gates. Like, there's... They have to have somebody to blame for it. They want to have not only someone to blame for it, but, um... They, it's it's almost like a mental comfort for these people, knowing that this is a controllable thing. So, like, knowing that someone has the power to shut it off, knowing that someone oh, yeah. someone did it, not only to have someone bl blame, but it's just, I don't know, it all makes them feel less powerless, um, I guess you could say. So 5G is actually like a form of radiation, which seems to be what people really picked up on really fast. Get to, your tinfoil hats, people. <laughs> to most people, radiation is like a scary, scary word. They think it's dan it's a dangerous thing, which they aren't wrong. It, I'm, in some cases, it can be dangerous. Um, people really fail to realize that um, not all of the forms are dangerous. For example, light is a form of radiation. Um, 5G is actually tens of thousand times less energetic than the visible light we interact with on a daily basis. Because, like, when I think of, like, radiation, I immediately think of, you know, like, the yellow, like, hazard sign. Yeah. And, like, stuff that's going to, like, burn my skin off yeah. if I touch it. It's going to turn you into, like, a horrible mutant creature. Yeah, the things that they have, the showers in, in the chemistry rooms. That's that's <laughs> what I think yeah, of. Yeah, the Iowa, yeah. Um, I think of, like, freaking Hiroshima or, like, freaking Chernobyl. <laughs> the, um, 
Have you seen the Simpsons movie? Yeah, yeah, where they dump the waste into the water. Yeah, they do like the fish with. That's the... what it is, and the squirrel with like eighteen yeah. eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's what radiation is. <laughs> yeah, that's what pe- that's what people think it's like, and so they get scared. But um, yeah, like I said, five G is tens of thousands less times energetic than the daily light we interact with. Um, Crazy. Uh, the history um, of this conspiracy is kind of interesting as well. So these people that oppose new new technology have actually existed for decades. Uh, there, there were people out there protesting 3G and 4G when it came out, and there were also people against even Wi-Fi. And in the early 1900s, believe it or not, there were people opposed to the radio. I think people just want are just scared of technology. Yeah, like they're just that. too old. They don't understand what it is. And they're like, "Gow, I gotta be scared of it." Yeah, get rid of it. It's like that TikTok where like the guy goes up to that lady and is like, "Technology," and like she like <laughs> loses her mind. <laughs> All right, so now I'm gonna go ahead and prove it wrong. Um, oh yes. One of the biggest claims is that wherever they are testing 5G, they are also experiencing the worst amount of coronavirus cases. However, this just isn't true. 5G isn't that new. They've been rolling it out since, like, late 2018, not late 2019, which people seem to think. Um, Also, South Korea was actually the first country to test it out, and a lot of these conspirators have been been spreading the the false misinformation that Wuhan, China was actually the first place they rolled out 5g it is one of they do hold like the largest um 5g like area in the world right now it's like a called like the 5g park or something in wuhan but i'm, I'm assuming that's park yeah i'm assuming that's where it this originated from this claim origin fame um uh the next claim is that since they're testing out 5g in primarily cities this is why the coronavirus has hit these cities the hardest. Not just because of population density. Yep. Uh, <laughs> cities, as we know, are, are the hardest hit places by the coronavirus, not because of 5G, but because of factors like population density. Overall, this is an extremely dangerous conspiracy. Anything that promotes the narrative that coronavirus isn't actually real um, or that it's controllable is is dangerous. I mean, it's, it's killing people, guys. Uh, don't let yourself get wrapped up in this garbage stay safe all right so that's a 5g conspiracy what do you think i think we need to wear our fucking masks (laughs) yeah i mean it's really it's really interesting these people really think that like bill gates has manufactured this disease to like pump rfid things into us and, and and mess us up i mean it just really sucks because you know like i said in the beginning like these celebrities are just all over twitter you know talking about how this conspiracy is real and it just doesn't make sense. Like, I'm, I'm happy that their management, like, has a brain at least and made them take it down. Yeah. All right. That's all we have for this week. We will see you guys next week with a new and exciting episode. Yep. New and exciting. Uh, make sure you guys go onto our website, crimespiracy.com. Um, it'll have, I mean, we don't have any exclusive content on there right now, but I'm sure eventually we will. <laughs> um, you can also leave comments below our episodes since you can't do that on Spotify. I don't know if you can do that on any other podcast hosting any uh, podcast hosting website, but you can do it on our website. So that's pretty cool. Um, There's also a link to our email where you can email us or yep. give us suggestions, correct any of our facts. There's a, there's a contact page. You can just send us a, a real quick message telling us what you want us to talk about. Um, yeah, just uh, just go ahead and uh, and follow all our socials. You know, you know how it be. Let us know how you feel. 